0: Hello and welcome to the first fantasy football episode of the Rende reports. Yeah, Not remin- so, first and foremost, before we can look into the 2019 season for the top 10 quarterbacks, we have to look back and see what exactly is the value of a quarterback why is the value changing and what exactly happened in the 2018 season so first and foremost the number one quarterback in the 2018 season was patrick mahomes patrick mahomes averaged 26 fantasy points per game now number two matt ryan averaged 22 points per game now from number two To number 18, there is a maximum of a four point difference per game that you get from number 17 in 2018, Derek Carr, to number three or number two, Matt Ryan, with 22 points per game. In other words, unlike a running back, where you can see a very distinct difference, or a wide receiver, pretty much any other position. What separates quarterback is that the fact that the number unless you get the number one quarterback of the year There's almost nothing separating it Points was other than a few points per game But it does end up getting you a lot more points because number six Aaron Rodgers last year only finished with 312 points versus Matt Ryan 354 so although it might only be a two point per game difference It does make a grand scheme. It does make a difference in the grand scheme of things as far as your point outcomes and when you really need to rely on someone in the playoffs or the big games because a lot of times I find myself in the big game. Two of the last three years, I've found myself in the finals of my fantasy football league, but I don't focus on quarterbacks. So I always have an average quarterback to end the season, and that's where I end up finding myself needing a big performance from, you know, Kirk Cousins or Mitch Trubisky, and it's just not it's not something you can always rely on. So to a certain extent, although it might not feel like a quarterback is needed or it's going to be a big difference between the second ranked and the 10th ranked, the 10th ranked quarterback is 285 points and the number two is 354. So although the average might only be 18 to 22, which doesn't feel like a lot, the point differential is different. So now that we know why the quarterback position is at least valuable, and why a lot of these people who say, you know, just draft a quarterback late, it doesn't matter who you draft, like all those people, well, we still have to look who exactly in 2018 was the top quarterbacks. So, the top three quarterbacks. In the NFL last season were Patty Mahomes, 26.1 points per game, Matt Ryan, and Big Ben Roethlisberger. Now, these three were all dominant for the same reason. They all scored a lot of touchdowns, Patrick Mahomes specifically scored a shit ton of touchdowns, and they all have really potent offenses. Now the question is, is are any of those three offenses been seriously affected? We see Pittsburgh with the loss of Antonio Brown, and the likes of Le'Veon Bell. Certainly a big loss. We have Matt Ryan with Atlanta, who is actually getting Devontae Freeman back. So it's actually a big addition. So although he's the number two rank, he is going to be getting one of his better running bats back and definitely get a lot of pressure off of him as a thrower. And then we have Patrick Mahomes, who is the big loss of not only his running back, Kareem Hunt, last year, but also could possibly lose his best player, Tyreek Hill, which would be a big big deal So now let's deep dive Into who I believe is the number one quarterback in the 2019 fantasy football season Last year it was Patrick Mahomes in 2019 season. It will be Patrick Mahomes Patrick Mahomes regardless of weapons scores a shit ton of touchdowns has a great arm has great accuracy great poise, and is the future of the NFL. His defense has improved a good amount. He has lost Kareem Hunt, which is a big loss, What as he showed at the end of the regular season, it doesn't really matter. They just replace running bats like every two days in Kansas City, I swear. <laughs> and then Tyree Hill could also be gone. And if Tyree Hill is suspended for a significant amount of time, I do see Patrick Mahomes falling to the third or fourth spot on this list, but not falling much farther than the third spot on this list because he's just so talented and his team is built around him. So it's almost made for him to succeed and almost no way I can see him being a dud or a failure at the end of the season. And number two, and number two, I have Andrew Luck. Now, if this does not shock you, then you either do not watch football, have not watched Andrew Luck over the last three years, or just think I'm crazy and have just dismissed it already. And all of those are fine. Because Andrew Luck has been injured. He has had a banged-up team. He has had a weird coaching staff. But I think this is the year of Andrew Luck. If Patrick Mahomes does not have Tyreek Hill, I'm making the prediction right now that Andrew Luck will be the number one quarterback in 2019. I think he will get over 40 touchdowns. I think he will stop throwing as many pits as he's had. He has good wide receivers for sure. And T.Y. Hilton, he's added the likes of Paris Campbell from The Ohio State University, who the only person I could compare to him would be a Tavon Austin or a Tyreek Hale type of explosion. He's an extremely good deep threat. Andrew Luck loves to throw the deep ball. He has great tight ends. He has a great O-line with a lot of young players who are going to continue to improve and become better leaders. He has a team that plays hard for him. And he has a defense with a lot of added experience and a lot of young players looking to improve and help him get to where he wants to get. I truly believe Andrew Luck is being sleeped on and I think he will be the quarterback that comes out and surprises everyone to no end. We see that Andrew Luck ended at the 5th rank quarterback. He was a solid 100 points behind the likes of Patrick Mahomes. He averaged 20 points per game which Even someone like cam Newton at number 12 can say that he did He only played 14 games, which is why is it number 12? But so be it he still averaged 20 points per game and it looks like about 8 to 10 quarter bats Now looks like about eight quarter average that per year so impressive But obviously other quarter can do it. So it does make you wonder his production level But I truly believe last year was a bit of a warm-up year for luck and trying to get him back into the thick of things without getting him injured for the first time in a long time. And I think there was consistent improvement, and they have started to seriously put some pieces around him to make them not only contenders, but to make Andrew Lucky a contender for an MVP season, in my opinion. At number three, we have the third ranked quarterback for the 2018 season making another appearance as the third ranked quarterback in the 2019 season. Which is Matt Ryan of the Atlanta Falcons. As I stated prior, he has the likes of Devontae Freeman coming back. He has ended top four the last three years in a row. He gets one of the best running backs in the year of the year and Devontae Freeman back. He gets Calvin Ridley back, who I believe could seriously have a breakout season, or at least seriously improve upon his season last year, which was still good. Julio is going to be more open because of what Calvin Ridley brings to the table and Devontae. And I think a lot of their defense, including Deion Jones and the likes of many others, will come back much more healthy and strong. And I just think that although I hate the Atlanta Falcons with a passion, and I don't really enjoy watching Matt Ryan, as a fantasy quarterback, there's not a lot of people who are in more shootouts than him. And there's not a lot of people who get relied on more than him as far as an offense goes, which is why he is ranked at number three ahead of the people he is, and why he might be a bit of a steal, or at least someone you can guarantee gives you the value back, which you can't with a lot of these guys coming up for either consistency or just risk issues. Matt Ryan possesses probably the least risk on this entire list, And out of any quarterback in the NFL, in my personal opinion, based on his experience, on his offense, on his coordinator, and as his team as a whole, is being dominant in a really hard division that always has to compete. At number four, I have the quarterback who was taken second overall in pretty much every draft at the quarterback position last year and truly disappointed me and a lot of other owners which would have to be Deshaun Watson of the Houston Texans. Deshaun Watson is an elite runner who's a winner with a great arm, extremely explosive in and of himself, has the most explosive wide receiver in Deshaun Watson with the best hands, no doubt about it. He has a coaching staff that believes in him and has been there with him through the whole thing. We saw Deshaun Watson, through the last eight weeks, solidify his spot in the top five with the fourth ranked in 2018 due to an explosive second half of the season. But the first half of the season caused a lot of owners, a lot of big losses that either took them out of the playoffs or directly caused them to have to switch up their game plan and change which quarterback they wanted for the future. The very few, like me, who stuck with him through the whole thing and kept him on the bench did get rewarded, however. I just believe, based on the fact that he is the best running quarterback in the NFL, I believe that is extremely valuable in and of itself and a reason that he should be the number four quarterback because running in this Format or in any format of fantasy football is just plain and simple broken Because you get one point per 10 yards when someone like Deshaun can easily run 10 to 20 yards Because back in the day or back even five years ago guys like Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady didn't do that So they had to make the points worth more, but they will change it eventually. I do believe but as of now Deshaun is still extremely effective due to the fact he's a running quarterback who also has a great arm and explosive offense. So I do believe he will end up at number four in about the same spot as last year with a lot more consistency than last year, though. At number five, we have Baker Mayfield of the Cleveland Browns. Now, Baker, similar to Russell Wilson, And Kyler Murray was questioned on his height, questioned on his ability, and his love for the game. And he proved all of those things wrong within four games of last season. He is the first quarterback the Browns have gotten right in the last 25 years of their existence. He is their future. He has a ton of talent around him, including the likes of Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry, David Njoku, Three running backs that are extremely talented, an offensive line that's pretty good, and a defense that has a ton of young speed. So I love Baker for the fact that I believe he will end up at the fifth best quarterback in the league, but he has the potential to be a top three quarterback by the end of the season, no doubt in my mind, and he has very little potential to fall behind fifth. In other words, very low risk just due to the fact he has so much talent and is such a talented player in and of himself that i really don't worry about putting baker in the top five and that not becoming the outcome so for me i like baker as a safe pick similar to matt ryan but at a better value with a better team before they have exploded The risk with the Cleveland Browns is of course that the hype train is not warranted and that Cleveland for a long time has not been successful and possibly could not be successful next year. I do not believe this will be the case or happen, but it is a possibility that the Cleveland Browns could severely underperform and could have too many personalities. There's also the Freddie Kitchen situation, the new head coach they just signed. Who has never been a head coach in the NFL ever he has been in the head he has been a coach in the NFL for 10 years and has no coaching experience as far as being a head coach so that is certainly a concern if I was a Browns or Baker Mayfield fan but at the end of the day his talent and his team around him has made me believe that he is the fifth most talented quarterback and will end up as the 5th fantasy quarterback of the 2019 season. Coming in at number 6, I believe another shocker to a lot of people, would be the Eagles' Carson Wentz. Everyone forgets about the fact that Carson Wentz was having an MVP season the year that he got his leg and his ACL torn. Nick Foles took over, dominated, and won them a Super Bowl. But that does not disregard the fact that Carson Wentz is an extremely talented young quarterback who has a great arm and does not make the poor decisions that Nick Foles consistently makes. They got rid of Foles because of Carson Wentz. He has great wide receivers, an amazing organization, a ton of talent on the defensive end, and Nelson Aguilar and Alshon Jeffrey to throw to whenever he wants to. Oh yeah, and the number one tight end in the league, Zach Ertz in my opinion. I believe Wentz is going to have a big bounce-back year. I believe he will reassert himself as one of the young and upcoming quarterbacks for the future of this league and can truly have an effect as far as fantasy output and value for the fact that I don't think a lot of people would rank him as a top six quarterback, and due to that, you can get him at a much later round than, say, the likes of a Deshaun Watson or an Andrew Luck when he could outperform or play just as well as them easily and has done in the past and proven. And number seven, I have the quarterback Aaron Rodgers of the Green Bay Packers. He is finally received the new head coach that he has been playing like shit for two years to get. He has gotten his head coach fired, and he has no new wide receivers. But, although all those points are true, he was still the most talented quarterback, as far as talent goes, in the NFL. And this has been given a really bad hand. He's a bad defense and and a team that is just not consistent. But that does not mean that he can't still have a big bounce back here and throw a shit ton of touchdowns like he always does. That being said... I do believe there are much better options, and I think he has a very very interesting team as far as how they were put together. And I just question if they can really explode like they need to in order to get Rodgers back on the map. People do forget that Aaron Rodgers was injured the last four to probably six weeks of the season including the playoffs, like he always is, unfortunately. And this was a big factor in how he ended up not doing as well and finding himself as the sixth-ranked fantasy football quarterback, which I haven't personally seen in quite some time. And I don't mean any disrespect by putting him at number seven. I just truly believe those younger quarterbacks have a lot more potential and a lot more talent on their teams To make the potential work Versus I think that Golden I think that Green Bay Runs because of Rodgers But I don't think he even wants To run them anymore In other words I just think There comes a point in time where You've got to go with the younger guns And taking a risk Like someone on Rodgers Just simply isn't worth it When you have so many better options And so many teams With so much better depth an ability to win right now. Now, talking about a team that has an ability to win right now is a great transition to go into the Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback, number eight, Big Ben Roethlisberger. Now, Big Ben ended up as a top three quarterback last season. He averaged 21 fantasy points per game, which only three quarterbacks can say they've done last year. And he was extremely dominant. As always, at throwing court, a throwing touchdowns. The reason I love Big Ben Roethlisberger is because he throws almost 40 times a game, which other than Matt Ryan, no one else can really say. Unfortunately, he has lost the number one wide receiver, Antonio Brown, and number one running back, Le'Veon Bell. Although this is true, the Steelers are great at drafting, have gotten a great replacement in Juju Smith, who's already there and proven himself last year. Great replacement in the running back department, as far as James Conner, again, proved himself last year. And they're a very resilient bunch who, regardless, who plays on the Steelers, they play hard, they throw a lot, and they put the game in Big Ben's hands, which is why to get him at at number eight is a big value. Because... Similar to last year, where I'm sure he was drafted 10th, 11th, 12th. He's so underrated because he's hard to watch and he throws picks and he's inconsistent in away games. But what you forget is that quarterback's not a position that you need to have one guy. So if you can have Big Ben Roblesberger, who I'm sure you draft in like the seventh round, if you can use him for half his games at home, and he explodes in those games, that's awesome. You just need another quarterback and to plan ahead if you're gonna do so, but it saves you a lot of value in the early rounds and allows you to really stack up on another position versus getting the likes of a Deshaun Watson or someone who you have to get in the second or third round and really reach on in the position. My biggest question mark with Big Ben is his love for the game and his drive to continue playing. Because as many of you remember, he almost retired almost a year and a half ago in the middle of a game. He's extremely petty and just not the usual role model that we see in a star quarterback. But as far as fantasy goes, none of those things are relevant. And he throws the ball a ton and gets a lot of touchdowns. So he is someone that you can see getting value on and can see overperforming where he's drafted, which is why he's so valuable and at the number eight spot. Personal favorite to pick is number nine, Russell Wilson of the Seattle Seahawks. Not only is he a great runner, but he has an awful offensive line. As a listener, I'm sure you're wondering why would you be happy about someone having an awful offensive line? Well, The reason I'm happy about that is because it forces Russell Wilson to run a lot. And as I've said before, you get a lot of points on running, and it's a big strategy as far as fantasy football goes. As well as he has great wide receivers with Tyler Lockett, he has smart players that don't make mistakes, and he has a lot of shootouts because of his not consistent defense and his bad offensive line. That cause him to throw a lot and to end up inevitably running a lot, which gives you a ton of points. I love the fact that you can get Russell Wilson as a value play, even though, to me, he's one of the most talented quarterbacks in the league. But unfortunately, at a time where there's so much talent, it's hard to say who is the most talented. So someone like Russell Wilson goes a little bit unnoticed or forgotten about, and you can end up snagging them late in a draft and get serious value for someone like that. For me, he's the best value play of the top 10 pick and of any quarterback in the coming into the 2019 season due to where he's being drafted and the effect that he has on the team. The likes of someone like Doug Baldwin, but what's great about Seattle is because of their bad offensive line, they have transitioned their play to being a run-heavy team, which helps Russell, one, be able to use the option a little bit more often, a little more often, excuse me. Two, it allows him to get a little bit more time throwing as they're not sure if he's going to run or pass anymore. And three, he still gets the same amount of touchdowns because he's still the focal point of the offense, and they still like to throw. So he's really the perfect candidate for a deep sleeper. My last pick in the top 10 is Jared Goff of the Los Angeles Rams. Now, this might equally come as a shock to a lot of the picks that I've made, but mostly because of his talent and the fact we're not sure exactly that he has it. In the Super Bowl last year, we saw Todd Gurley go injured. They had to rely on the likes of Jared Goff, and he let them down in a big, big way. And I truly believe now that due to Gurley's injuries in the last few years, that they will make a big effort to make Jared Goff start to be the focal point of the offense to one, take the pressure off Gurley. Also, I believe they want to test Jared Goff to see if he is in fact the QB of the future. And if they can rely on him in big moments, I think a lot of the time you saw the likes of Todd Gurley saving them and making big plays. And I think they want that to be Jared Goff in the 2019 season so that they can ensure they have Gurley for the playoffs. And I also think they have some of the best wide receivers as far as Robert Woods, Brandon Cooks. I mean, they just have depth at every single position possible. I don't think there's a team better talent-wise than the Los Angeles Rams. And I don't think there's an offense more explosive than the Rams other than the Chiefs. And if you can get the second most explosive offense at the 10th, at the 10th best quarterback, I mean, that value is pretty much hard to beat. I mean, Jared Goff just offers something that most of these quarterbacks don't, if any of them, which is he's unproven and has not been tested, which usually is a bad thing, but in this case, they want to test him. It's not that he's failed. It's just that he hasn't been tested. So this should be the season that he gets the most work, gets the most reps, and inevitably gets the most touchdowns. So I believe this should be the year that Jared Goff makes a big step and shows his franchise why he's worth – being the leader of this Los Angeles Rams team for the future. And the only way to prove that is to have a big 2019 season, which I do believe he will have.